The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher and leader of the Empowered Church. Can we turn to the book of Genesis? Chapter number 26, verse number 17. And we in the month of the ancients, and, and last week we, we just touched base, and this week I want to do that again, and, and uh, maybe next week I'll, I'll get, very s get serious about it, in order to get very serious uh, the week after that. Amen. But in Genesis 26 and verse number 17, it says, And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the wells of, of, uh, the, of, uh, the, the wells of water which, they, which um, they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there, were, there, there a well of spring water. And that is the theme scripture for this particular month. To understand that Isaac when he when he began to dig where his father dug the wells in his father's generation because the Philistines had, uh, had stopped that well of water. We have to understand that God is a God who was and is and is to come and, and that God is the God of the past, of the present, and of the future. He sits outside of time. And so, but when he relates to us, he says, uh, he says the Lord God, the one, I'm the one who was and is and is to come. Holy, holy, holy. To relate to us, to say, look, I am the same God. I am consistent across your time. And so we have to understand that we're going to walk of God, that, 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 that we cannot have no stable, secure future unless it's connected to the past. Not the past of our forefathers, but it must be rooted in, 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 in faith. That's the word of God declares, be imitated, be followers of his, be imitators of his, of, of them who through faith and patience inherited the promises. We are told to imitate their faith and their patience. To be like them that inherited the promises. Therefore, when God appeared unto, unto, uh, um, Anyone in the Old Testament, he said, I am the God of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He brought them back and connected them to the, to the people he walked with before. And so, therefore, he, Moses commanded the, the children of Israel, the Lord from Moses commanded that they tell the children, talk of the things. It was very stringent how they must talk and, and they must be told. Jewish, uh, um, in the Jewish in the nation of Israel, there are a lot of memorials, a lot of feasts is to remember what God did. Why? Because if they remember what God did, you know, remembering, we spoke about remembering in 2018 and the principle and this, the truth about remembering and how the dynamic of remembering works, you bring God on the scene, right, when you remember the Lord. And remember what he did yesterday, you bring him on the scene today. Right? And so that's why David, in Psalm 63, in order to get the power manifested in his today, remembered how he saw the power in the sanctuary when he was not close to the sanctuary. 
Right. And so, so, so God can be, can be moved and can be called throughout time and be, could show up in your presence if you can remember God. It says, remember the Lord your God. All right. It says, for he, it is he that gave you the power to go. He brought you out. So don't say you did it. Don't, don't disconnect the present from the past. Because then you will lose God. Therefore, Paul saying, I bow my knee to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say that, yeah, you remember, Church of Jesus Christ, that the God that we pray to and the Father, that same God is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's a connection. And we have to understand this thing. And when we saw in the book of Isaiah, it says, look to Abraham by father and to Sarah from and, 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 and look to, to, to the rock from which you were hewn and the pit from which you were dug. And if you understand these things, when, when you, it, it, says, it says to them there, in, the, in the verse number three where we saw in the book of Isaiah uh, last week, that this is now this will happen to you. And one has to understand, and we, and we, and we mentioned how they are, they are uh, um, uh, great uh, that, that, that when, um, in the book of Hebrews chapter number 10, when, when they were talking about don't throw away your comfort, it was a great recompense of reward. After they, uh, the, the writer explained how we have boldness in verse number 19 of chapter 10 to enter the, the, the holy by the blood of Jesus and how and he began to explain it. Then he go, goes on to from, from verse number 35 to say to them, look, you mustn't throw away your confidence with a great recompense of reward. Don't draw back. We are not of those who draw back. But of those who believe in the saving of our soul. And he says, now faith is the substance of his hope for. Uh, but by it, uh, immediately to come to this faith, he had to come, he had to 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 to, uh, um, to link that faith to the elders. For by it, this faith, this now faith, the elders obtain a good testimony. And then, uh, then he goes on to say, uh, at the end of chapter number 11 of Hebrews, they're saying, seeing we are surrounded, so you must, seeing we are surrounded now, look unto Jesus. In other words, you don't look unto Jesus first. You see that you are surrounded by witnesses. And when you look unto Jesus, he's the author and finisher of that faith. I was, he is that faith you just spoke about. That's faith you just saw in the elders. Jesus is the author of that faith. And he's the perfecter of that faith. So your faith started with these ones, from righteous Abel, right up till today, you offered your faith. And then we, 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 we went to the book of Jude. Jude, um, the epistle of Jude, in verse number three. Monique, can you read for us the whole of Jude? I, 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 I thank you. Yeah, thank you. But in verse number three, and just for I'm just gonna go take a side detour. I just, I, um, I want the whole chapter of Jude to be read by Monique, just for because it's prophetic and poetic, and I just wanted to, just. 
to record the reading of it in the service. But I'll read verse number three first. It says, Behold, when I gave all diligence to write unto you the, the common so, of, the, of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort uh, you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. So he said, so we saw this last week, right? That there is a common salvation. He said, when I heard of your common, the common salvation, you and I, all of us, we have the common salvation, salvation to Jesus Christ. Priest blood. I would, uh, 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 I said, uh, urgency rose up inside of me to write to, to tell you to contend for the faith once delivered unto the saints. I was there is a, a specific faith that was once for all delivered unto the saints. And it's that faith that is under threat. So a lot of churches around the world preach Jesus. A lot of them have faith in Jesus, but is it the faith in Jesus? Therefore, you have people that says, oh, we have saved, we believe in Jesus. We sing songs about Jesus, but they do the most unchristlike things in their doctrines. They do things that God says clearly it's an abomination. But it's the but they gather the commonality is around that abomination and Jesus. But there is the faith, and it's that faith, a certain faith in Jesus that overcomes the world. That is the victory that John writes about in his epistle. You know your kind of faith. When you're faced with hell, because hell refuses to be intimidated. Hell is, a, you can come with a false Jesus. And hell will beat you up. I come to you. I adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. And they beat up the seven sons of Sceva, one man. They fled naked. You know your Jesus when you are faced with a demon. Because they will check your credentials. So this Jesus you call. This faith in this Jesus is, is the, the Jesus that defeated us. Thousands of years ago. Is it the Jesus on the front? And if it ain't that Jesus, it's going to go south for you very quickly. You know when circumstances don't bow to that faith. You know it's not the faith of Jesus. It's not the faith once delivered unto the saints. And if heaven don't respond in a certain way to that faith of Jesus, that faith you have, it's not, the, it's not it's a faith, but it's not the faith once delivered unto the saints. Because those people in heaven, those cloud witnesses, only testifies to the faith. And so, we're talking about the faith. Monique, can you just take us on to that detour? Amen. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. 
Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though he once knew this, how that the Lord having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains, under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah, and the cities about them, in like manner giving themselves over to fornication, and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, also these faulty dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts. In those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, and ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward, and perished in the gainsaying of Kor. These are spots in your feasts of charity, when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds, they are without water, carried about the winds, trees whose fruit withered without fruit, twice dead, plucked by the roots, Raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering stars, to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all, and to convince all that they are ungodly among them of all the ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed." And of all the hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him, these are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lusts, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. But, beloved, remember he the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. But he, beloved, building up yourselves on the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference, and others have saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. Now, unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen.
Amen. And this, it, it says what it says. But what Jude says, verse, and Jude is an apostle, he said, remember the apostles. Remember what they said. Why? Because they walked with Jesus. You see. And so it is self-explanatory. And uh, um, as uh, Second Peter chapter number 2, that Monique read a few weeks ago. But you understand that how others have arisen and, they have, and, the, and the faith of the saints is nearly lost. You must understand that I mentioned before that all the people that you think about, that, that the Western Church celebrated, that Robert Leonard made so famous by his, or put emphasis on by his books of God's generals, all these people are gone. They are no longer with us, they with him. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And so there is the, uh, Billy Graham is gone, and Arthur Roberts is gone, and Norval Hayes is gone, and all these greats are gone, the Higgins, they are gone, and the Coolmans, they are gone, and the Branhams, and all the A.A. Yeah, Allens, and all the others, they are all gone. The Howard Carters, they are gone, and the disciples, men that came from them, men like, uh, 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 like Lister Sumrall and Dr. Phil Roberts, they are all gone. And so they are, are gone. And so now we are only few, I think it was only uh, uh, C.S. Abdul Grove when, when the other year, so he's also gone, which one of the, the, guy, uh, the great disciples, the men we took over from A.A. Allen, he's gone. And so there are, are, are barely of them left anymore on the earth that move in the power of God. They, they, they know the tool and know the supernatural. And so you have, I think, uh, Marvel Cerrillo, that is really, that is really uh, uh, Frank gone. He, almost, uh, he was, uh, you know, was, was almost gone the, uh, of, uh, of a year or two ago, last year, I think. But the Lord saved him and the body of Christ prayed for him. And, and so, but now you have the others left of the 60s and 70s, 60, 70 years old. Uh, um, uh, um, and they are, but, you know, um, but the hung, but they the demonstrate the power of God, but, uh, um, uh, but they're very few. And there are very few that come from that generation. They're very few. You, you see the elements of worship, but with few, a few on the earth have understood. So you see people, you see a lot of cling cling in, in music, but not true worship. We've lost it. It's gone almost. Men that can flow with the glory of God. Men, they are no, almost no longer there. You see the young generation, they don't know this stuff. When we sing songs like we do here, even when I can see it isn't working. We sing about ourselves. It's declarations. This is how we fight our battles. It's not worship. Worship is about him. Therefore, if I want to see the power of God move in a meeting, I don't sing these songs. Unless it's prophetically told to me. And then does it carry any, any, any power of God. But if I want to see the Lord, I must worship Jesus, whom all heaven worship. I must look to the ancient of days, to all heaven worship. But people that know that, they are almost gone. Therefore, you can see the bands of music that is coming over popular Christian, Christian contemporary music is, is all about self. 
people are still at the little level of self-revelation. Few have come to understand him. So you see people that, that display the power of the greatest, they all sing with old songs. Why? It, it is an indictment against the current generation. The faith that produced songs that the spirit and angels respond to is gone almost. So the only people that get happy are the people singing in, in, in the places. So you find stadiums or the tournaments filled with people enjoying them, jumping, singing, but no glory, no power. But when the old people used to fill the stadiums and begin to worship the Lord, the glory of God swept through the place. We don't understand these things. But if we talk about glory, they don't understand it. Presence of God, people don't understand it. Gone. What made them walk there is the faith they had. The faith. If you are to see their power, we have to get their faith. We have to remember we have to stir up those wells. They are wells. They are mantles. They are things that have been lost. And the Lord is looking for a generation that will step into it. This is from my country. I talk about these things are common in my country. Heaven, you understand? The kingdom of God. There is the God the everlasting God, the everlasting Lord, the ancient of days. There was the God of Abraham and still Abraham and still Isa, and of Isaac and Jacob and every hero of faith. The God of our Lord Jesus Christ. And you and I have to understand that we must earnestly contend for that faith. And so these are things that we have to step into and take serious. We cannot move. Sustainably into the future. Unless our faith is rooted in the faith once delivered unto the saints. You have to be a manifestation of an eternal revelation. You understand? So you must be that present day manifestation of it. But nothing new, it, 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 it was always there. 
There was a man that understood these things and now in the cloud of witnesses. A prophet was greatly used for other world. He knew this. Preaching about this many years back in the 80s and the 90s. I'm reminded of him now. But I'm not going to share what is because I can only share. If I share that, I, I, I go on a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a step into something we, we, we don't want to step into now unless you're ready. Yes. There's a grace available to you and I. In my own experience, just an experience, There are things available to you and I. Therefore, before Abraham passed, Isaac. Before Isaac passed, Jacob. Before Jacob passed, the ministration of the laying on hands. You understand? They imparted the grace, the blessing. Therefore, the laying on hands is the is an elementary doctrine, foundation doctrine of the body of Christ. And the eternals and the scriptures carry on from generation to gener generation, preserved for you and I. The laying on hand of the apostles and the doctrine of the apostles. These things connect us to the faith once delivered unto the saints. Therefore, I boldly say, I didn't come from yesterday. I was hands on by the greatest men that walked the earth. Got hands laid upon. I got hands laid upon people that you can, you can never, of all your mind, the richest man in the world cannot, can never be laid hands upon them, on him or her, by them, because they're gone. The things that one carries that he, uh, within the spirit. Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 6, verse number 16. Monique, if you can read it for us. Jeremiah 6 and verse 16. Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. Yes. There is ways. Wherein there is the old paths. It was David in Psalm 25 who said, Lord, teach me, show me thy ways. Teach me thy ways, show me thy paths. Lead me into thy truth. David understood what the prayer is about. There are certain ways of the Lord. I 
And year one we doing every Sunday, every time we meet and everything we produce, it is to help somebody somewhere at least make them aware that there are certain paths, there are certain ways, there are certain truths. So like I said to you, imputed righteousness. So when I deal with other stuff, am I saying you're not righteous? No, I'm saying you're not living the righteous way. And therefore you cannot partake of the fruits of righteousness. Therefore, you become prey to the enemy spirits. What are we? It's the ways of, the, of righteousness. The ways of the move of the spirit. The ways of the realm of the Holy Ghost. The ways of the kingdom of God. But he has already brought you in. It, is, it, was, it was his gift of grace. It was his sacrifice. It was he that chose. He chose us. He chose us. He brought us. It is his gospel. It is his blood. It is his spirit. It is election by grace. But now that you are elected and you brought in, you, you have to respond in a worthy manner. The Bible says, walk worthy of God has called you. And what worthy of the vocation to where you were called. And so all these things, so people know, I'm the righteous, I have grace, 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 but you look at the life, it says, mm. scan them prophetically. I don't see the grace of which you speak. In fact, you're bound by this thing, bound by that thing. You have a secret sin, that thing. I see you do this behind the thing. I see this thing. But you, grace, grace. Romans chapter 6 says, grace, you're no longer a slave to sin. Why? Ways. There are ways of righteousness that cause you to eat and, f and, and from the benefits, the fruits of the grace of God, to experience the grace of God. So these are the paths, the ways of God. Because it is what you carry in the spirit, what you have in the spirit, that should rearrange your life. They should energize and push your life into order. It lives by itself, Cohen. It has a life of its own, the Holy Ghost life. Working in you, energizing in you, both to will and to do, according to his good purpose. Putting forth energies. Moving circumstances. You don't need to think, what must I pray? It is told you to pray. It is given utterance to pray and the power to pray. You don't need to know what to do. You can write your business proposals in the Holy Ghost. You, everything you dominate. Why? Because some, but what you carry in the spirit is driving you, is carrying you, is moving you, is energizing, is pulling like a magnet. It is pushing powers of darkness back. 
Not a working, a, 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 a sweat at the brow kind of a thing. And so one must understand by the revelation of the word of God. If it comes revelation to you, there is no, in, and this is a true thing we used to talk about. There's no revelation without impartation. Remember this information. That, that, that brings uh, motivation. But to see the results, it is only seen by, by application. Then, so you can go to church, or any place where the matter, and this thing can be information, who serves as a source of motivation, And that you will only see the fruits after the degree of your application. But then from the same place, there is something called revelation that brings impartation, that causes transformation. And that is a life all by itself. So you can, every time the word of God goes out, this is two realms. The one is in the mind and the one is in the spirit. And so the people that say, I must get into the word, I must get into the word, I must do the word, I must do the word. They're in the realm of information. They are now need motivation. And then you're going to work on it for application. They fill your Bible schools across the world. Then they are there. They have revelation. That's through the revelation they should impartation. And there is a transformation. And they are the ones that stand in the council of the Lord. The ones that bring forth revelation. The ones that manifest his presence. The ones that you can see things that work for them. Things move for them. Why revelation? Revelation. God cannot speak a word without communicating himself. For he and his word is one. You cannot receive one word from God without receiving God himself. You cannot receive God himself without receiving the Holy Spirit himself. Therefore Jesus said to him, go with his goal. He says, I am. Why? Because his goal imparted his presence. And so when, what is the highest year? Is revelation. But if you get information, you need explanation. You know, you need to be explained. I was sharing a, a, a friend of mine. In a certain business. I said, the reason why I'm a man is, 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 is revelation. A revelation. It has brought him an impartation that has transformed everything about him. So everything he touches turns to gold. Where he just started in the industry and is becoming preeminent.
and he was in the previous industry and he, raced, he, he rose to the top and says, I, I am not done with this. Took his, took his, all his, divested from the industry and divested in a new one. And so he's trying to coach me. And he says, information, but for you, profit, it should be easy. And he began to tell me of his experience. And I said to him, it's fine, just leave that for me. We'll meet again. Why? Because it's not information. It is a revelation that brings an impartation, that brings the thing. And so what you carry this year must be carried and that thing must drive and push things in your life. There is no impartation without revelation and no revelation without importation. If I ever have laid hands on you in this ministry and there's been a true importation, whether importation comes a revelation, that self some anointing teaches. And so what we do here after importation fall, right, it is just to help you find the door, the sign, the, the touch point uh, to the revelation that is contained within the importation which you carry within your human spirit. Oh, I love, I like information. I have a lot of books. Lots of them. Everywhere I used to go and take an extra suitcase with, or I had to go buy one for books. <laughs> you understand? So we would travel, my wife knows already. I would just go to the book and buy. And so now I have a, a trolley full of books. Information. And so we always, it's, it's not, it's books. But what am I looking for? Revelation. So I'll be told by the Spirit, by that one. By that one, by that one, by that one, not only spiritual, but by that one, by that one, ah, by that one, by that one. Can I buy this one, Lord? Yes, yes, okay. By that one, by that one, that one. Take it, take it, and dump it at the house. The time it was, it was a stack like this, like on heaps, like building a mountain with books. You go to our cupboards, and, and you'll see books never been read. Comes a time that the Spirit of the Lord will say, Now I want you to pick up that book. I pick up the book like that. As I open it up, he's not ready to speak. As I'm reading, this is, he said that, but I say this. You see, in my word, it is like this. He, he, I, 
that's not true. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, this one. Okay, uh, this area. He, he, okay, that man, but he's limited in his life. Let's go check his ministry. You see, I cannot move his life like that. Okay, okay. He says, but if you do this, you will have what he has and supersede that thing. Okay. <laughs> Revelation. In the moment, boom, it enters me. And we are, you understand. But I can read it for information and it motivates me. I mean, I have to apply the principle somewhere. But who cares? Okay. You must care in school, especially in your school, you must care. Uh, you must care. Uh, I can't, uh, there's certain things in this you must apply, right? You must apply the knowledge. Right? They don't want to see a revelation, they want to see an application, right? They mark, they say, how have you applied? They have a essential. How do you apply the knowledge of this and this and that? For that. But in the spirit for life, you need revelation. So I've got maybe in one book, there's only one piece of revelation. But it's a thick book like this. And you read it to find it. What I'm trying to say to you. We have to change in the way we see life. Life in the life and the word of God is... Uh, It says that we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. The very very is written in Greek. But the word to excel in the Hebrews is, to, is yet here. It is to excel, to become preeminent. To shoot up, up above the rest. But you must understand but that is a superior treasure you carry, the Holy Ghost. But, so in every sphere of society, anything you can carry, that power of God, the Holy Ghost, the anointing of the Spirit that abides within is more excellent and more real and more preeminent than in every arena of life than you can imagine. And that anointing have a life. Sometimes you, you're conscious of your own life. Of your own desires. Of your own feelings. Of your own thoughts. Of your own plan. Of your own deeds. Of your own past. Of your own present. Of your own future. But you neglect many times and after most Christians. The life of the Holy Ghost. And the person of the Holy Ghost. Oh, you think you know that maybe you do. But I want to say to you, there's a life on the inside of you. 
an anointing that bides within the teachers. There's a life in the spirit that you have. And that spirit life is on the inside of you. I was explaining to a young man the dimensions and the door to enter into it. Explaining this, a lot of other things, like the Kenya things, how I moved to Kenya, standing here, where it was, where we find it, how the mechanics of it. But sometimes we, it's in the simplicity. In the smallness of it. Because coniality looks for spectacular. Let's think of it. If you went out there and you wanted fruit and you wanted the thing and you looked, you looked for the, for the you, you looked at the fruit and you ate it and you took the seeds, the pits of seeds and you threw it away. Soon you will run out of it. So you have to plant, take the seed and plant in order to continue to have it. The life of God is like that. But it starts for you and I with respecting and honoring and understanding who we carry on the inside of us. And if there's anything you miss in 2019, don't miss this. That there's a life of God on the inside of you. That is one of you, yes, yet exists separately from you. There is no weakness in the Holy Ghost. There is no ignorance in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is God himself on the inside of you. And what we want to awaken this year is that consciousness of God, the living Christ, the Holy Ghost moving through you, energizing through you. I've said it so countless times, it has become, I'm ashamed of it. But I'm going to say it again. I put away my shame, despise the shame of it. If you are a person that must still sit down, let me take the chair. Take a break. It is 12 p.m. If you have a person that must still sit down and figure out your life. Like my late Marvin Lohodo said, Fui toch. Fui toch for you. Because that is the life of the natural. 
wishing, what I want to do this year, I think I can do that, I can do this. That is the way of the flesh. We use natural information as building materials to house the life of God. Like God did. This is dust. Dirt. But the treasure is inside the dirt. The spirit of man. You're not the dirt. You're housed in the dirt. In life it is like that. In every area of life. The information is not the treasure. The things you learn is not the treasure. It is there to house the treasure. The true life is on the inside. And many times, unless you have discernment, you cannot see it. And so in life, whatever is natural is used only to be a house, a cardia, a transport system, if you will, or medium, or vehicle for the life of the spirit. So there are, so but the, but the life, you understand life, right? So, so, so there are different levels of life. So certain creatures, though they have breathed the same air you breathe, and even eat of the same things you eat, their life is inferior to yours. You can strategize, you have a will, you can imagine, you can control yourself, you are superior. Your life is superior. They have life and you have life. But your life is, is a superior life because you, you can master it, you understand. But they move by instinct. They have a language among themselves. They can't even communicate many times beyond that. But even as your life, you can even tame lions and tigers and elephants, charms, snakes, and all kinds of things. Because your life is more superior. And the fact that you have life means that you have, you have energy. We spoke about energy before, 27, 2018. But, but with that thing, you have emotions and, 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 and you have thoughts and you have a will. And you can direct that life. and You can move that life. And life is self-sustained. And in the realm of the Spirit, when we talk about the Holy Ghost life, of the life of the Spirit, it means it's a life willed in the Spirit, thought of in the Spirit, moved, energized in the Spirit. Energy coming from the Spirit. And so when we talk about life is spiritual, we're not talking about life is religious. We're talking about the energy of life. Your tomorrow is spoken by the Spirit, energized by the Spirit. Your words by the Spirit. Your actions is aided by the Spirit. So literally, you, can, you could be dead tired, not slept for days, be on a 21-day fast, and you can't move. But when the Spirit comes on you, you are you're like you uh, like you ate three good meals a day for the last 21 days and, and, and you are and, 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 and like you slept a p 
pure eight hours. But you may have been awake for the last 48 or more. But when the spirit takes over, you will become alert. Everything is sharp. But if a spirit lifts, a bomb can explode next to you, Terra. And you will not be able to wake you up. Because there's a that spirit is a separate life to your life. But it affects your body for that moment. Therefore, many men of God die young. You know why? Because they became so dependent on that that they never rested. And so when the spirit left, lifted of them, they weaved on their body so much that actually the only thing that kept them alive was this thing. And many of them died young. Because they didn't long, no longer slept. Because they were so conscious of this life of the spirit. Now what I want to say to you this, in this ministry is that there is a life we talk about. A life world energized, motivated from the Holy Ghost. It is distinct from yours yet one with you. Intermingled with you, but yet distinct from you. And what we want for you is to, to develop dependence, a leaning on that life of the Holy Ghost. And to inject that life into everything about your physical, natural life. To make your physical life inseparable from the spiritual life. To remove your compartments to make that life intertwined. Amen. I explained to a young man, I said, do you know your body? You have a body, of course, we're looking at it, you're communicating with it. But, says, but you have a soul, but you don't know even where your soul and your body, your brain actually, what's the distinction between the two? Then you are spirit, and you yet you don't know what is spirit. It's, it's all oneness. And I said in the realm of the spirit, it is like that. Till everything of you become one, effortless, seamless. Now life for you, in reality, by revelation, has become spiritual. And this is our prophetess and I, and I push every single week. And every single day, with the words and all the things that God will still, what does for the ministry, is for you to come to that revelation and, and it manifests in your life abundantly. That no longer, now we can get to things that matter. Of momentous that have gone there, we no longer talk about things. Every meeting with us, is now as a, a, a dimensional leap. This is a leap. Boom. Leap. Why? Because then of so it's like a, like injecting something into your blood. So they've developed they they feeding off the life stream of the energy of the spirit. 
So when I meet them, I just take an injection. I give them, sh I, I shoot them up. Spiritually, right? Spiritual injection. They don't say I shoot people. I'm not, I'm not a drug dealer. I'm not, I don't peddle drugs. Right, right. So, so, so. Unless it's the Holy Ghost. So, boom. And suddenly, new business, new ideas, new level of anointing, new things. Boom, 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 boom. You understand? Let's stand. Thank you for listening to this message, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus, leaving your life empowered, envisioned and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.